Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I am very personally excited to have our today's guest with me because what an honor. We met, you know, a few years ago on a live event about podcasting and, you know, new media and we reconnected. I had the immense honor to be on her amazing show. I'm like, I need you on my show. Can you do it in like a week or two? Because baby girl, it's coming. So this conversation is going to be so beautiful and so juicy because Alana, it's amazing, incredible expert for intimacy. And she has done so much healing on herself that now she's taking others on how to heal the heartbreak, how to come back to themselves, how to realize that they're the one and how to attract soul-shaking relationships. Um, in one didn't do it with Alana's help, but wouldn't surprise me with her methods and beliefs. But I am so happy and really so honored and thankful to be here with you and just co-creating magic and being in your essence. It's like everything. Even if we just like sit here and I look at your radiant face, I'm happy. I don't know if the listeners be happy, but I would be happy. <laughs> I feel the same way about you. There's something really um, delicious that awakens because you've done the work I've done the work. And of course we'll never get there. The, the work continues, but it is really beautiful to be here and to know that you're literally talking to me sitting on a ball because you're so pregnant because it reminds me of right before I gave birth, I was sitting on a ball and I was eating my in and out burger and French fries. And I was just talking to my friends. They were telling me jokes. And uh, what ended up happening was there was like a really tough moment there. I'm like, Ooh, maybe I can't do this without drugs. God, I really wanted to do this naturally, but that was, that was a humdinger. And so I got on the table to, uh, to be checked out so I could get the epidural. And she said, Oh, you're fully transitioned. I can see his head. He's here. And I said, oh, that's what that was. He was coming through the birth canal. <laughs> and so uh, my body, not me, began to, to contract and push. And she's like, stop. I said, I'm not doing it. My body's doing it. And I was squirting her with all the, the fluid. And she's like running to get the doctor. He arrived, didn't even have time to get changed, tucked in his little tie, Five pushes later, my son had arrived. Mm -hmm. And what I realized that I wanted you and the listeners to know, and it's very much about life, is when those original quote unquote contractions happened, I didn't call them a contraction. 
because that's resistance. Yeah. What we resist persists, right? So I allowed, and I said, mommy and baby are one. It's a surge. And I just imagined he was coming down the canal and I allowed. So in life, when we allow, we don't necessarily prefer it or like it, but we allow, then life can have its way with us. Life can support us. And so by the time he got here, I hadn't wasted any of my energy. I'd had an in and out burger and some French fries and I was ready to go. So five pushes, uh, he, he arrived. And so this, this easier birth story, I believe has to do with our personal growth work has to do with how we interact with our body. Are we one with our body? Are we one with our baby? Are we one with the divine or are we in fear, resistance, contraction? It's an overall life lesson, um, that came out literally out of my vagina. Aren't those like the best life lessons? Let's be honest. Like if it's a birthing or if it's a relationship, you know, it's like it all happens with the most sacred places, right? Yes. And I really love your story and like really the analogy of that because, you know, like I, I, I mentioned to you before, like we are planning on doing hypnobirthing. So I told everyone there is no contractions, there is no pushing, there is breathing baby down, there is surges, trusting our body. And I feel like the biggest changes happened in my life and in my business when I literally trust and surrender. No matter how cliche that sounds, when we are when we are pushing, when we're forcing, when we are thinking we are in control. We're going to be proven that we're not. Yeah. And we will be literally shown on how to surrender. So, you know, like as I'm sitting here on my birthing ball, I'm like, no birth is happening right now. Baby girl still has time. I keep telling her you have time. Stay where you are. That's like five-star first-class hotel, you know, like you won't have probably this when you come out. It's a worm and, you know, like it's like a five-star spa. Enjoy it <laughs> um, right now. But it's such a powerful analogy, you know, to really look at. I love that everything in your life, you see it as a lesson. And one thing, and, and this is because I, I know this about you and, and I would love for you to share it if you're open to it. You are a beautiful relationship and intimacy expert. And I also know that a few years ago, you went through something in relationship that mm. was harmful and mm. you experience it for the first time in your life and you know as an expert no matter what you are doing no matter what field it is whether it's relationship expert business expert when we have these encounters when we think like I shouldn't be experiencing this if you're a business coach and you have an income dip if you're a relationship coach and you just broke up or you know your partner finds to be like toxic how did you work through that? Not only through abusive relationship, but how did you work through that? Like, I am an expert and I'm experiencing this because I feel like many of us can go into that rabbit hole of like imposter syndrome. I should have this figure it out. I should know better. What was it like for you? Mm, thank you so much. I believe we're here to teach what we're actually here to learn. And I choose to be a soul, an embodied soul teaching, not an ego will teaching. So for people that are more on their evolutionary journey in their head, in their ego, wanting to be in control, which is certainly where I started, 
looking good, doing it right and getting approval is, is the name of the game. And so you don't let anybody see you sweat. You fake it. You might even lie or you might purposely withhold other information to give the illusion that you're perfect because you need to be in order for another person who's striving to be perfect mm. to trust you. One ego wants to trust another ego. Fake meets fake. Mm. Head meets head. And so that's not intimacy, <laughs> which is why I've become an intimacy expert. I'm not a marriage expert. I've been divorced twice. <laughs> okay? I'm not one of those. But in terms of intimacy, that's how we drop out of the head into the heart, deeper into the hips, the soul's knowing pre-verbal, which requires an open heart to hear. Now that I can do really well. Be vulnerable, be brave, be resilient and transparent. I can do that really well. And that's what's required to lower our walls, splay our heart wide open and be real, not just with our beloved, with ourself, with the divine with our children, we're sorry, honey, you're not going to be a perfect parent. I certainly wasn't a perfect parent. Like nobody's a perfect parent. So, so what happened was in my relationship uh, journey, I've had, as I said, two divorces, and I'm able in my career to help people find the one and 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 sizzle up and save a marriage or help them consciously uncouple. However, with me, my relationships kept getting worse, not better. And I'm like, what can I swear? Sorry. Is that all right? Um, sorry. What, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And this last relationship, I, you know, attracted yet another charismatic, successful guy, but within a week of moving in, he pinned me down on the bed, choked me. And once I kicked him off, said, fuck you cunt and get out. But here's the crazy thing. My, well, think of me like an iceberg. My little head at the top of the iceberg was like, you should run. He's not who he said he was going to be, but the strangest thing happened to my body, which is the, the iceberg right underneath the water. My body stood there shaking, albeit, but my hands were totally stretched out and I was immovable. It didn't make any logical sense, which made me shame myself, lower my vibration, lower my self-worth even more. And I went right into this befriending uh, behavior. So with trauma, we often hear of fight or flight or freeze. But with more research, we also find befriend, befriend the enemy. So if you have had trauma in the past, but you had the ability to get away, you would fight, right? Or freeze and they'd run away. But when you live with trauma your whole life, the only way to survive is to befriend your enemy. And that's what my body did. And it took 10 months of shame and secrecy. He blew up and said, F you cunt in front of children at events. Like he, everyone saw this, but he was so wealthy and a benefactor to various organizations that nobody wanted to say anything until one day it got so bad that uh, he broke my phone and I screamed bloody murder until the police came and he got arrested. And it's been 20 months and he finally agreed to the plea of the criminal assault. So in one month from the recording of this, I'm going to be speaking to the judge and he will be uh, saying he taking ownership for, for criminal assault. But believe me, the way the lawyers have been treating me, they wanted me to, they wanted to scare me and not have me speak up. And, and what was wild as well is the prosecutor said, you are the first woman I've worked for the state for 10 years. Not one woman has ever come to court to speak up for herself. OMFG. So what I learned in all of this 
is I started to go through therapy because I'm like, what, again, what the fuck is wrong with me? How could I have attracted this, stayed in this, been so ashamed, made this happen? And I, and I went through what's called PSI, psychedelic somatic integration. I'm now learning to be a practitioner of it because it, saved, it literally saved my life. And as I went through this, it's the use of psychedelic medicine, not to leave and go out into the cosmos and have oneness, but to stay somatically in the body and go through feeling emotions and feeling body sensations and surrendering your body to recapitulate, replay the abuse that's in the bottom of the iceberg. And what I discovered on my very first session is the thoughts came back. The memories came back. The smells came back. The, you, you like this, you made me do this. Don't tell anybody. And my body went through being pinned down, being pinned down and being molested over and over. And I had just disassociated. I had just left my body and none of those memories were, were left. However, whenever I'd go to a party, my body was looping in what's called level four hypervigilance, seeking the abuser to survive. I go to a networking event, I will attract the investor who takes all my money. I go to a, a dating event, I will attract the sociopath like you, like my body, not me, Alana, conscious Alana, who wants a healthy relationship, who can help others with that unconscious, subconscious level four trauma, Alana had attracted that. But the good news is I've been doing this protocol for over a year now and I'm healed. I'm home. I'm in my body. The disassociation has been healed. And I literally, not that I want to go out for a coffee with him and there's protective orders, so I can't, but I have gratitude that my soul knew what it was doing to attract that relationship, to wake me up, knowing I would do the work and come home to myself. And now I have the honor and pleasure of helping others who are very successful people. Why on earth is that pattern not ending? It's certainly not conscious. It's subconscious and it's often stored in the body. And this beautiful protocol can very quickly, intensely at times, but beautifully get us home. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, it's like you said, like when we share these stories, like other women can get hope. Yes. And help. And yeah. Help, of course, because yeah. the thing is, it's not only about, well, I feel like it for me, at least, you know, on my journey, it started with the hope. Because I didn't know that it can get better for me. Right. I could see others like healing and going through things, but I'm like, yeah. can I do that? Can I heal? Can, yeah. you know, can I? So you first bring the hope, but then also trigger like, hey, it's possible to get help. It's possible to get healing. It's possible yeah. to change your life. Because like you said, so very often we are really operating on subconscious level, whatever it is, finances, business, relationship, our body, how we are eating, how we are showing up in the world, Yes, yes. all on subconscious level. So for those who are listening right now and they're like, oh my gosh, like this so deeply resonate. Yeah. They went through, you know, abusive relationship or whether they have a crappy relationship with their money or their health or themselves. Yes. What are some things that people can start right away? If like, if they're open to psychedelics, perfect. But what if they're like, I want to, I want to, I love this interview. Mm. It triggers something in me. Mm -hmm. I want to start something today. Yeah. You know, what are some of the steps that people can take to like start this journey? Yes. Well, first, you don't need, as you rightfully said, psychedelics in order to do this deep work. It simply allows the brain chemistry, the secondary consciousness of the mind to be quiet, 
so you can go into the primary consciousness of your body more easily. However, now that I've been trained in this, all of my private sessions without medicine can go so much deeper, faster, because now I see disassociation. I understand level four when they check out. Before it was a blind spot to me, so it was a blind spot as a practitioner as well. So we don't need that in sessions. What you want to start to do is recognize when you check out and don't judge yourself for it, but have that one step of awareness. Oh, I'm having my third glass of wine. Oh, it's been an hour on social media. Oh, I'm pretending I'm fine, but I actually feel nothing. I'm numb. I'm not here. I'm actually not in my body. Start to start to get aware of when you leave your body, when it was called like disassociate and start to keep a journal of this and what caused it what was the trigger now in my experience i can't get home my autonomic nervous system can't get home on my own i can't be the banks of the river and the river at the same time as amazing as i am i've been at this for 20 years i couldn't do it until i had a facilitator to surrender into who would hold impeccable space not fix me not change me not make me do anything but when i left there was somebody there ready to catch me hold me when I came back in. And so that would be a step to do is to just own without judgment. I have a tremendous amount of shame that I don't want to let anyone know about. You know, at 3am in the morning, I say, what the hell is wrong with me, which is the lowest level of shame on the Hawkins scale of consciousness we can go to tell the truth, own it, but don't do it without judgment, which is a big order to just be aware of something and own it without judging ourselves. But if we can do that, and then we can find a practitioner that resonates with us and say, here's what's going on. I've tried this, that, and the other, and it's not working. So that would be step one. Step two, you've got to learn how to feel and stay in your body. Mm. Again, hell of a lot easier when there's a facilitator there versus you being the banks of the river and the river on your own. But when a feeling occurs, if, if you could think about leaning in versus leaning away, if you could think about breathing and opening your heart, versus closing it and checking out. If you could start to identify where in my body is this? Oh, it's my belly. Oh, it's nauseous. And get curious. What am I having trouble stomaching? What am I having trouble digesting about this moment? Because our body holds emotions. During this uh, psychedelic somatic integration work and now with or without medicine, people will start to say, oh, I just have, I have a headache, but they'll push it away. I'm like, no, 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 let's go in. What is actually going on? What are you holding in there? Confusion. How could they? How dare they? I'm like, great, let's feel that. I don't want story. You know, that's just going to, that's no offense, but just talk therapy, which isn't going to resolve deep trauma. You'll just have a greater understanding of what's fucked up, but it's still fucked up, right? We want to just shut up and feel. And if you can practice being brave and feeling, that's another great step. Um, part of our autonomic nervous system, when we go from level four, which is we've left into level three, level three is very hopeless. And a lot of us have suicidal ideations. What's the point? We want to give up. We stay in bed for weeks. And so we're like, okay, that doesn't work. I'm going to disassociate again and just put on my fake happy face and just keep pushing. So you've got to have somebody there with you through that really scary time because it will pass if you can stay with it long enough. But if you resist it, it grows. That's level three trauma. Level two can be very intense panic rage, super intense, not very politically correct. So again, you need someone to hold space to get you home. So if any of these emotions begin to come up, there's nothing wrong. You're not broken. Your autonomic nervous system is just trying to get home. Hmm. So what is the level one? 
<laughs> level one is just mild mm, discomfort, um, nervousness, a little bit of fear, a little bit of anger. It's just mild. Level two is, oh my God, like, let's say I'm the, the gazelle and the cheetah is chasing me. It's 30, 60, 90 seconds, very short, but it's intense. Ugh! And, and when somebody feels panic, I remember literally um, being interviewed by somebody and I was taking them through this, no medicine, just in an interview. And she started to, to have heart palpitations and panic. Well, no one had taught her that that's level two. And if she stayed with it long enough, I could get her home. And so I went right into coach mode in this interview. And I said, I got you keep feeling it. She goes, no, 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 we should stop the interview. I'm going to lose. I'm like, I got you breathe, breathe. This will only last. And, and it did. It only lasted 60 seconds. And then we got her into level one, this mild agitation. And she was in front of her crew. So she was a little nervous. I said, just feel it. We stayed long enough and she got all the way to embodied stillness embodied calmness, not the calmness we get when we check out and have another glass of wine or leave the calmness in our bones, in our blood. Mm. And it didn't leave. And her daughter's dog that never would ever sit in her lap the next day sat in her lap. The son that never told her about what was going on at school told her what was going on at school. The guy that she thought wasn't hot enough, cool enough. Well, that was just her wound finding another wounded guy. All of a sudden, the guy that was quote unquote boring was now cool. All of that in a very, in an interview, just taking her autonomic nervous system home, all those things within 24 hours shifted. So this is the power of being in our bodies or not our vibration. And it's a, it's an honor and privilege to be able to give this gift. And it makes all that happened to me worth it and allows me to go, okay, soul, you know what you're doing. Let's keep going. It makes me trust the divine even more. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I, I really love that, that you like made this like beautiful full circle into <clears throat> going back to the trust, right? Because I truly believe that everything is happening for us. And there was something, we experienced tragic accident with uh, my husband when we were, a couple of weeks ago, when we were watching um, an animals of my best friend, one of them passed and mm. we are still working through that. And it's, oh. I am such an animal lover that yeah. I just, I'm still not sleeping well. I'm still working through that. It's still in my body. I can still see that. Yeah. And with my best friend and her family, now there is a distance. Mm. Now there is a, there has to be space for healing and processing yeah. Yeah. their ways and our ways. And I was just telling Christopher, I'm like, I know this is happening for us. I know that I cannot understand it right now. I might be able later in time. But even the one thing that I have realized, I mean, of course, a lot of things came up. But there was this wound that I was healing of abandonment. Yeah. Be afraid to do something wrong so the people that I love don't leave me. Yes. But now, almost the worst happened. Their, you know, beloved cut of 13 years transitioned yeah. when we were taking care of them. And it was not negligence. It was like tragic accident would happen with him. But I'm like, almost the worst thing, you know, besides your kids, like your pets, it's like the second place, right? Yes, yes. Happened. And now I get to walk through this and it's serving me, it's hurting mm. me, and it's also yes. serving me 
Yes. And I know that when we walk through this, and, and my husband said, like, whether in six months you are best friends again or you will never talk to her again mm. or you. And so when we are going through these big things, big shifts in our lives, instead of going into that, and, and trust me, I've been there when it happened, shame and guilt and the lowest vibrations you can imagine. Yes. Then you start shifting into acceptance, mm. then you're starting to shift into hope and love. Yes. And so for people who are going through some heavy things, I know there's this, you know, saying, Alana, feel it to heal it. Yeah. Sometimes feeling it sucks the most. Oh my God. How can we create a space? And and listen, like something might happen and hopefully people have therapist, coach, guide, husband, wife, whatever, that they can hold a space for them. Like, you know, mm. my husband did for me. One of my clients did for me. Nice. She did energy clearing session. I'm very blessed. Yes. Still, when you come at night to your bed mm. and you're lying there and everything yeah. is surfacing and coming up, how can you stay with that feeling if mm. the easiest feels like I want to forget it? I want to avoid it. I want to pass yeah. the time. Yeah. I have, uh, like you studied for so many decades and I've developed what I call Alana Pratt method processes. I have 10 of them. And I'd say the most potent, one of the most potent is little you. And it's not just inner child work. It's the beginning of that. But basically you say to that little one inside, even if you feel this way forever, I will throw away the key and I will never leave. I love you that much. And when you can be with that part of you that wants to die, that is ashamed, that feels so guilty, that doesn't want to be here, that doesn't want to face anyone and not say, well, that's okay. It'll be better later. That's fixing. But to say, I hear you, take me with you. I will stay with you forever, for eternity, even if you never change. That way of communing and being with that emotion and that part of ourselves creates integration. It is way easier said than done. It takes practice. It's a lot easier with a facilitator, but that is the, the key to integrating these really deep, dark, difficult feelings is to one of the ways image, thought, emotion, body sensation, all of the elements. Imagine being with the part of you that feels this way. Take me with you. I will never leave for eternity. And you'll have to feel the emotion and you'll have to feel the body sensation and you'll have to surrender until the body's done, not when you're done. So you can't force it or it takes longer. The deeper the surrender, the quicker the resolution, the patience of eternity yields pretty much instant results. Like by the end of a session, I can get someone all the way home, their autonomic nervous system all the way back to zero which isn't just calmness, which it is. It's not just wholeness, which it is. It's the wisdom as well of what that whole experience was meant to give you as an embodiment, not an affirmation you have to get high and think about and remember, an embodiment that's there no matter what happens. And then the next time some event happens, you you know the path home. You can hold that space for another. You don't fix others because you're not fixing yourself. You say to another, I am right here, take me with you. And that is perhaps the greatest gift we can give another. We don't want to fix others. We want to allow them to, to be able to come home 
but they don't have to be alone. And when your little one starts to go from the, the, the uh, what is it called? The, the Velcro runners to tying shoelaces. I remember with my little boy, Gabriel, and it was time to learn how to tie the laces. And he goes, I hate you. I want my Velcro runners. I hate you. And I remember these moments. Am I going to sit in the fire, be the space, not fix him, but not go anywhere? And I remember saying, I get it. This is hard. It's totally okay that you hate me. I'm with you. It'll take as long as it takes. If we miss class this morning, it's okay. I got you. I'm right here. And then watching him do it. And then he finally did it himself. And he was like, I did it myself. And I'm like, you're amazing. And these are moments as parents that we have. These are moments as coaches that we have. These are moments as lovers and friends that we have. And not everybody can be with that. Not everybody can even receive the most unconditional love, the most non-judgmental spaciousness. So whether your friend comes back or not, I trust that whatever that lesson is, is to heal your wound. In fact, I believe everybody out there is actually our holographic projection of aspects of ourself brought to us to heal. Because here's what happened to tie the circle with the abuse that happened. Yes, he's a criminal assault. That's what happened. He's a criminal. Got it. However, he's really me on an energetic level. The amount that he punished me was the amount that I punished myself for attracting all of these not so healthy men professionally and personally. So he was just an outpicturing of my own self-hatred. And when I went through my PS, PSI work with my facilitators and I realized really why I was attracting all these people, I finally forgave myself. I finally poured mercy into my own heart. I finally stopped hating and punishing me. And so I know that I will be free of this pattern moving forward. I've already started dating and there's some really conscious, cool, grounded men because I've done this next level of work and we can all do this next level of work for ourselves. Alana, that's such a beautiful process. And when you started to explain it on how to stay with that little one, I had goosebumps mm. because I feel like on a deepest level, that's what we desire. Yeah. Just to feel safe and to be held and not to be judged. And it also made me recall, you know, last year when we experienced our miscarriage with, with our twins, my mm. husband, bless his heart, he is he wanted to hold a space and be like, you know, like the, the, the grounded one, the logical one. And he was like, well, like this will pass and we'll have another baby. And when you are in that grief, when you're in that body, I didn't yep. anyone to fix me. Yep. I needed someone. And, and of course, like I, I told him that because of our communication. Yeah. But so very often, like we think we have to go out into the world and fix fix our clients and fix our partners. It's not about fixing. Can you be with them for who they are? Can you be with yourself with who you are being in the moment? Yeah. So I, I really love this process. I was like, where do I learn about the nine other processes? <laughs> 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 Your website or something. I'm like, this is so beautiful. And oh, thank you. Simple. I love that because sometimes it can feel very healings it's never linear yeah 
feel very complex. It can feel very overwhelming. And again, it can get us into the the level four, just like completely check out now, disassociate with everything, the world. Yeah. So I am curious, but I'm sure that our listeners too will mm. put the website, will put your Instagram. But if they want to learn more about the processes, if they want to learn about more how to heal with you, mm. where can people go? Yeah, thank you. I'll give you a code. So it's just special for your people. We'll put it in the show notes, but it's alanapratt.com. That's my site. Forward slash connect is how you connect with me for an intimacy breakthrough experience to join one of my coaching programs. In the new year, I will be doing shorter seven-week courses, uh, seven weeks and seven weeks that will incorporate my 10 Alana Pratt method processes. So I'll lead everyone through it, but it'll be a group experience rather than private. And then there's the PSI VIPs, the people that I will meet with in person for three weekends, as well as private sessions and group sessions who really are ready to do this deeper work. We can talk about that as well. So those are all the ways. Also, there's the podcast, Intimate Conversations. So um, as you know, and you're a beautiful guest, and there's my Instagram, my name as well, Alana Pratt, my YouTube channel, over five and a half million views, my name as well. So lots of complimentary resources out there as well. So um, if it resonates, just come into my world and let me love the shit out of you. <laughs> oh my goodness, Alana, you are such a force, such a love mm. force, such a, you know, like such a light. Mm. And I am so inspired by all the work you're doing in the world. How many millions of people that you have really impacted mm. what you're bringing, like it's truly shifting how people are feeling. And when we feel different, we act different. When we act yeah. different, we're shifting the world. So I am forever thankful that we connected in person. I am forever thankful that we reconnected and I could see you smile Same. to smile. Yeah. I was like, when you say after New Year, I was like on my hands, like calculating how big will be our baby girl, you know? like <laughs> I'm like, well, let's see if I'm already out of my shell, you know? But I will definitely be loving on you and all that you're creating in the world. Thank you Thank for you. being here and for... Mm -hmm being you truly unapologetically authentically mm. so full of yourself in the best way possible that it's really like inspiring other people oh thank you sister thank you so much i will complete with this when it was time to get on the table and check how dilated i was with the birth right and she's like oh my god his he's fully crowned he's here i didn't want to lie on the back like they told me to no foots in the stirrups my whole body was a no I wanted to lie on my side. So trust yourself because he had the cord around his neck and my body knew he was going to get the most oxygen coming out if I gave birth on my side. So whatever you want to do, you do it your way because your body knows trust body, trust baby and trust body. And so I can't wait to hear about your beautiful birth and reconnect again. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And, you know, this apply not only to the birth, but really trust yourself. Trust yeah. yourself, your body will guide you. It's not going to be your mind. It's going to be your body that will help you heal deeper and mm -hmm. uh, go deeper. So let's see how our experience will be. I'm yeah. working on the surrender part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you, sister. Thank you. I love you too.